Welcome back. In today's video, I'm going to share with you eight ways to disarm and outsmart the narcissist in your life. Now, with each of the eight ways that I show you, I'm also going to give you resources so you can develop this skill more deeply. So let's get to the first one. This is just simply disengage, be disinterested, don't bite on their attempts. They, you know, some people call it gray rocking. Don't go deep with your own emotions or your explanations. The reason for this is what we're trying to do is take away their power. Remember, the more we engage, the more powerless we feel. We can't win these arguments. And so the way we retain our power. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And allow them to suffer the consequences of their own disempowerment that they're hiding and trying to get us to fill is by not feeding their, you know, their desire for emotional supply. That's what they're trying to get from us. And so the best way to do that is what Pia Melody calls a wall of pleasantness. So what is that exactly? Well, think of it this way. Say your narcissist came in and made some sort of accusation just to stir you up and kind of get their supply going. A simple wall of pleasantness reply would be, hmm, sounds like you have big feelings about that. I'm sure you'll work it out. Do you see how there's no yelling and screaming? There's no caving into it. It's what's called maturity and moderation. It's a very disengaged, disinterested reply, and it places responsibility on the narcissist to figure out the solution to their problem. You're not going to be that solution. Now, this is uh, codependence recovery is really what this is. So this is your first resource. Head over to my website, kennyweiss.net. Go to the Resources tab and look for Recommended Reading. Scroll down and right there, you're going to see her book, Facing Codependence. To me, it's the best outline of how to navigate codependence recovery. And if we're with a narcissist, we struggle with codependence. And I think she has the best formula out of anyone that's written about it. And that's why I suggest you read it. So again, head to my website, kennyweiss.net. Resources, recommended reading, facing codependence by Pia Melody. Number two, it's critical that we get online support or we hire a coach or therapist or professional to help us. These dynamics are incredibly diabolical. There's a lot of psychology involved. And we can't navigate this on our own. To truly outsmart them and to truly disarm them, we need a place to go for emotional support because we keep going back to a source that's not capable of it. And so every time we want to get sucked into the fight or we, we feel like we want the connection, we need this outside support to help us through that. We need someone that we can share our pain with, but more importantly, someone to hold us accountable. So when we're in those weak moments where we want to figure the narcissist out or we want to change them or we want to go back to them, 
we have people in our life that can protect us and remind us of all the pain we've suffered and all the pain we're going to suffer if we keep going back. So we need to take action to get a support group around us. Because remember, as you probably know, the narcissist has probably isolated you. Well, it's our responsibility to take action and get support around us. So your solution for this is I have my own private group. You can find this by going to www.tguprivategroup.com. That's tguprivategroup.com. Now, for all of these tips, I'm leaving the links in the description of the video. So all of them will be right there for you. So tip number two is get yourself support, a group of people that you can lean on so that when you want to fall into the narcissistic spell, you have people that can love you out of that trap. Number three, this kind of goes along with the wall of pleasantness. Don't defend, don't explain, don't engage, and don't correct them. As you have found out, you can hold up this tape you know, scotch tape right in front of their face. And if they want it to be an elephant, they will go to their grave claiming it's an elephant. You will, this is one of the biggest traps and the biggest ways we lose our power to the narcissist is we think if we educate them, if we show them that they just see the truth and they'd figure it out, but that's exactly what they're avoiding. That's exactly what they want from us is for us to try and defend ourselves, for us to try and correct them, for us to engage with them, for us to explain ourselves. Don't. Don't call them out. Don't shrink them. Because all the shrinking is exactly what they want. They win if we fall into that trap because this is all about feeding them. So let me give you a resource for that. Head, again, head back to my website. KennyWeiss.net, go to the resources tab and scroll down. I have free downloads. The download you're looking for is how to keep your boundaries in three simple steps. Again, I've placed the links in the description for this for you. All right. Number four, agree with them. Even if what they're saying is a lie, just agree with them. Can you see why that would work? Like they'd just be dumbfounded. You know, they call you an elephant and you're like, yep. You're right, I'm an elephant. What do they do with that? Do you see how it takes their power away? Especially when it's the converse of the engagement and the correction and the shrinking of them. That's how we retain our power. And can you see it, how it disarms them by agreeing with whatever it is you know, they're proposing? Now, the other thing to help us do this, this is very difficult, especially because, let's face it, most of the things they claim about us are very hurtful. Well, here's what to recognize. Whenever somebody judges, blames, criticizes, hates us in any way, which a narcissist generally does quite a lot, what they don't realize is they are also talking about themselves. You know, it may be true. I might be an elephant. But the only reason they see the elephant in me is because of the elephant inside of them. 
And so for us, I know this is a, a lot of people like, God, I don't know that I can just agree with them when they say something so terrible. I have to defend myself. Well, as you know, has it, I, I'll ask you this. Has it ever worked? Have you ever gotten them to see the truth? Have you ever gotten them to agree to your view of things? I, I, in my life experience, it never happened. I could never convince them no matter how concrete the proof was. And so that's why I had to learn, just agree with them. Now, because of, like I said, those, the things they say can be so injurious, I had to become an expert in self-deception and denial and recognize that whenever somebody judges me, blames me, criticizes me, and hates me in any way, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply they're actually telling me about themselves. And this is really powerful. Really, when your narcissist is being that ugly to you, what you're getting is a deep insight to the internal pain that they're avoiding and projecting onto you. And so this is a skill that a lot of people you know, don't really have. They get tied up in those words and the emotions that are created. So. The solution for this is to head over to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. Uh, there you're going to want to head over to my self-deception and denial playlist. I walk you through how to take somebody's criticism or somebody's blame shifting and see exactly how it relates to them and not you. All the videos in that self-deception denial playlist, by the time you watch that, you're going to realize, wow, agreeing with them isn't that difficult. And now that I know what's really happening here, now that I have this deep insight into them, that's one of the greatest ways you can get your power back is when you stop getting tied in to all of their dysfunction, all of their lies and deceit and the ways they attack you. And when you recognize, when you become an expert in how self-deception and denial work, you'll see that all of this hurtfulness, and ugliness that they try to get us to carry for them is really a window into their own pain. And it creates this incredibly great wall of pleasantness that allows us to keep, as Pia Melody calls it, our internal boundary and not get codependent. Because whenever we argue with anybody, not even just a narcissist, but when we argue with something that isn't true, we're being codependent. Now, I'm my value and worth is dependent on whether you see the world the way I see it. It's what she calls a reality argument. Well, a reality argument is basically two children fighting for the victim position. It never works because each is demanding, and you know, in, in reality arguments, when we're going, no, that's not true, what you're really saying is, what you've said or done to me is worse. And unless you pay, I won't let this go. 
And so that's a race to victimhood. I'm the bigger victim here, and you need to acknowledge it. And if you don't, then we have a problem. Well, this person does the same thing. No, 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 no. Your reality and your view is wrong. I'm the bigger victim. Well, what you have is two children fighting over Tonka trucks. It's incredibly immature, incredibly codependent. It's a loss on both sides of an internal boundary to go, oh, wait a minute. We disagree. We see the world differently. And it's perfectly okay that we see it differently. And so I can let this go. Even if your comments are slanderous, I am responsible for how I feel about anything somebody says. If I have a negative reaction to it, it's my responsibility to do the work on myself and go, why am I giving my power away? This isn't true. Yet I'm allowing myself to have a negative view of myself or an inflated anger response. That's about my own unhealed childhood trauma. That's about me. I need to work on that because nobody ever makes me think, feel, or do anything unless I give them the power. And this is how we disarm them. Because from, as you know, the narcissist dynamic is all about power and control. And so all of these solutions are really about codependence recovery and how we retain our power by keeping our boundaries, by using a wall of pleasantness, by gaining in our knowledge of how the pain from the past is really being triggered by this narcissist and that if I heal that, they can't affect it. So again, to learn about self-deception and denial, head over to my YouTube channel, subscribe, go to the self-deception and denial playlist. And once again, the links are in the description. Number five, get into your own life. Show them with your actions, not your words, how insignificant they are. Because let's face it, we're, we're spending most of our time trying to figure them out, or we've gotten rid of our friends, we've gotten rid of our, fr our family, we've allowed. I know a lot of people say they made me. No, no. At each step of the narcissistic drama that we bought into, we bought into it. We gave in. Uh, I mean, I know in my first marriage, you know, I went 10 years without seeing or speaking to anyone in my family. And, and how she chipped away at setting that dynamic up. But in each part of it, I was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. But I was so codependent. I was so underdeveloped emotionally. No one teaches this. I wasn't a bad person and you're not a bad person either. But I had so much unhealed pain that nobody told us this is how it works and this is why we're attracted to a narcissist is because of our own trauma history. It's not because we're some sort of empathic angel who's better and they prey on us. We are easy prey because of our unhealed pain, because of our perfect imperfections. And then when they start playing their tricks, because we haven't, and, and we aren't to, to, to blame for this, society doesn't teach us, but it, I mean, we are responsible for choosing not to learn about relationship dynamics and not to learn about how these things are, but we, we do fall prey, but that's our responsibility because all along we knew little things didn't sit right with us and we let it happen. And so we slowly gave our life away. We slowly gave our power away. And by getting into our own life and showing through our actions, not our words, it proves that we don't need them. 
Well, that disarms them because, again, it's all about power and control. And so to do this, it's codependence recovery because, just like me, I didn't know what my needs and wants were. I didn't know how to protect myself. I didn't know how to pursue anything. When I finally got into recovery, I remember my counselor asked me to put together a list of needs and wants. I had one thing on the list, golf. All of, The only interest I had in my life when I left that marriage were sports. That's it. I had no outside interests. I've had, over the years, I've had to develop a laundry list of things to meet my needs and wants. I had to learn what they are. I had to investigate and try different things until I realized, oh, I like that. That fits my need, not theirs. Okay? Now, how do we do that? Um, well, I'm going to suggest another video for you. Head over to my YouTube, YouTube channel again. Subscribe to the channel. Go to my codependence playlist. And underneath that, you're going to see a video Right at the top says codependence recovery, uh, how to ask for your needs and wants. This gives you the process to figure yours out because you've been giving yourself away, trying to get this person to engage with you and giving up family, friends, all these different things and sacrificing them. And so we have to do the work to discover, wow, what is it I really need and want? What is, how do I pursue my own joy and quit putting so much responsibility that the narcissist fill the hole that's within me because empaths don't like to hear this but empaths have a deep hole of insecurity and they don't know how to meet their needs and wants and that's why they fall prey to this i would agree that their heart is to be kind and loving and they may feel things in a, at a very elevated level but they only end up with a narcissist because of their own unhealed trauma and pain. And what they don't, what they miss is when they take the position, well, I'm an empath. I was attacked. Empaths are, you know, it's because we're so great that narcissist attacks us. They don't recognize how narcissistic that is. They've elevated themselves to an angelic position, but they're doing it from the disempowered victim position. That's what they don't realize. The, the, the empath is a highly codependent, um, dis, suffering from lo, very low self-esteem, and it is controlling and manipulating the narcissist from the disempowered victim position. And they come over top of them by claiming, I'm an empath, and it's because of my incredible nature that they prey upon me. And so do you see that allows them to stay the wounded child, adapted wounded child, the codependent wounded victim child that they were that developed the over empathy. And it allows them not to take responsibility. And it also allows them to then control and justify how they are staying in the disempowered victim position by taking no responsibility that just like me, like I, this sounds like I'm pointing the finger at you. I'm pointing the finger at me. I had to learn this is what we do. When we fall prey to a narcissist, we are a codependent suffering, struggling with very low self-esteem who manipulates and controls from the disempowered victim position. It's what we do.
Now that's a very tough truth to accept. That's why I'm asking you to look at the, the self-deception and denial playlist. Because when you watch that and you see, oh my God, it's true. As empaths and giving ourselves away and not having our own needs and wants and allowing ourselves to be sequestered and, and mistreated in this way. All along the way, we said yes to little things we knew were wrong. And we need to take responsibility for that. And so one of the ways to start learning how to do that is we have to start pursuing our own needs and wants and without getting anything from somebody else in return. And that's why you go to my codependence playlist and right at the top, you watch the video titled Codependence Recovery, How to Ask for Your Needs and Wants. The links are in the description. Number six, mirror their behavior and act just like them. Now, this can be... Tricky because you see what you have to do to do that. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I mean, look, I've done it. It can be kind of fun. It, it's, well, for me, at least. I don't know what your experience would be. But for me, it was fun for about 24 to 48 hours to trick them and think and act like them. The problem was I started to feel like them. I started to feel self-loathing, self-hatred. My conscience got to me, the guilt and shame of this is not who I want to be. I don't like treating people this way. It boomeranged back on me really hard. And I don't, that's, I don't want to live with myself that way. And so you have to be incredibly careful because you... It, you can gain so much power from this, but it's, it's manipulative, it's covert. And this is how, you know, you can become a dual narcissistic relationship because now you're just, you know, a trained monkey doing what the monkey's doing, right? So you have to be really careful. It might be something you can do for a day or two, but I really encourage you, if you go down this route, pay very close attention to what you're feeling about yourself. Watch your mood. Watch your affect. See how this permeates in, throughout your life. In my life experience, as I said, it didn't go well. I didn't like who I was becoming. And so I highly suggest that you stay away from this one. Now... As I mentioned in the previous tip about the disempower, about the empath and the disempowerment victim position, <clears throat> my suggestion to work through this is to watch my video, Seven Reasons You're Attracting a Narc and How to Stop It, or a Narcissist and How to Stop It. Again, the, that's on my YouTube channel and the link is in the description. It is very difficult for the fully developed codependent with low self-esteem, operating, manipulating, and controlling from that victim position, 
the angelic empath, I'll call them, who has elevated themselves above others through the, because they're so-called empathic. They don't recognize the narcissism of that position and they get really angry at me at pointing out the part all of us play. Every single person who's been with a narcissist has played a part in the dynamic. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. We're not just sitting there and never participating in any of this. We have our own part to play. And it is critical for us to truly outsmart and disarm a narcissist. We have to see the part we're playing because until we can see that, we can't take ourselves out of the dance. All right. Now, I know this is hard to hear because most, well, there's Sam Varna and there's, or, I, always, I always say his name wrong, but <clears throat> there are people who teach about how this happens, but most narcissism, you know, videos are, oh, the person that, ha you know, got, ended up with a narcissist is a saint, nothing, you know, you didn't do anything wrong. And I'm not saying you did something wrong. I'm not saying you're to blame. And not but, because but negates that. If I said you're not to blame and you didn't do anything wrong, but that means none of that is true. It's true. You're not to blame. And it's not your fault. And you're responsible. It's all three. It's all three. We are always responsible for our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Nobody makes us do anything. Even with a gun to our head, we still have a choice. Do I follow them? or go against their direction. There may be a consequence. There's a consequence either direction. If I don't listen to them, they might shoot me. If I do listen to them, I shoot myself because now I've given into their power. Now it might be a life-saving choice in that moment. You may decide that's the best thing. It might be the best way to get out from the situation, but you still made the choice. You're still responsible for that. Every decision and relationship we get into, we are always responsible for our part. And you cannot outsmart or disarm a narcissist if you stay stuck in that disempowered victim position, using it to manipulate and control and elevate yourself above them as better than because you're the victim. If that's such a covert internal manipulation of ourselves to keep ourselves stuck, we are massively out of touch with reality when we don't take responsibility. Well, what is a narcissist massively out of touch with reality? So do you see the mirror here? So that's why it's critical. I'm trying to say this as loving as I can without being disparaging. And I don't always do it as well as I'd like. I think today might be one of my better attempts. But it is, I'm trying to let you know, if you hold on to this position that you didn't play any part in it and you're just purely a victim and you don't share any responsibility, watch the rest of your life. The outcomes of that will not go well. And so maybe when you see that happening over and over, you'll think back to this moment and go, maybe I need to look at that. I mean, I don't want to tell you what to do. But I know if you stay there, life won't get better. Okay? Number seven. <clears throat> As you can see, the best way to disarm and 
outsmart a narcissist is to heal yourself. We always go back when we're at our weakest, and the reason we go back is we have, we have not owned that in that moment we are choosing the narcissist and we're doing it to ourselves. And that's about our own unhealed pain. We are reliving the unhealed trauma from our childhood because that's what creates the attraction to these narcissists. You will not end up in a dysfunctional relationship as severe as one with a narcissist if there was not severe dysfunction in your childhood. Our adult relationships mirror our childhood relationships, the emotional content of them. And so the severe dysfunction, the severe chaos, uncertainty, and all the things you experience with the narcissist were present in your life in the first seven years of your life. And so unless you make that a priority, ultimately you'll never be free of the narcissist. You'll never truly be able to disarm and outsmart a narcissist. The second I was able to do that, that's when I truly got my power back. And so even though um, my narcissist will engage me, it just doesn't affect me. I just don't get sucked into it because I recognize what my original attraction was, how the relationship got created, the part I played. I had to take massive responsibility for how manipulative I was too. And that's a tough thing to admit, but it's true. And here's the value of it. You can forgive yourself. And it's ultimately that self-forgiveness that allows you to stop going back. And if you can't stop yourself from going back, if you can't stop yourself from defending, if you can't stop yourself from engaging, it's because you haven't healed the pain from the past and ultimately forgiven yourself for being perfectly imperfect. Again, you're not to blame. It's not your fault. And you are responsible. And the way to become responsible is to go become an expert in healing the pain from your past. Well, I have two suggestions for that. For that. Purchase my book, Your Journey to Success. It walks you through the complete process of how your childhood, you're just replaying it with your narcissist. That gives you the understanding of what I call the worst day cycle and how we relive that in every area of our life until we heal the pain from the past. And then number two, <clears throat> sign up for my complete Emotional Mastery Method masterclasses. It's only $47 a month and it walks you through the complete healing journey so you can do all of these things with ease, with comfort. You can take ownership of the part you played, forgive yourself, let yourself off the hook, release the codependent need to be, you know, stay attached to them, defend yourself, set, defend yourself appropriately, discover what your needs and wants are, and heal yourself. Now, again, the links are in the description. And finally, number eight, just don't do it. It'll never work if you try and become a narcissist. That's the other one that people will try and do is I, I've seen that advocated. I've advocated it before is do everything they do, you know, which kind of goes in line with mirror their behavior. Um, look at the choice you're making. You're watching this video because you're miserable. 
and you're posting comments about how awful this person was and all the horrific damage they did to you. And then you're going to go become one. Like, do you see the choice you're making, the responsibility that you're taking on of, I'm going to go after them just the way they went after me. Well, if you dislike their treatment of you so much, why would you become them? I'll let you think about that and decide, is that truly who you want to be? I know for me that didn't work. Um, if you don't want that life, and if you don't want to feel that way about yourself, then I encourage you, pick up Pia Melody's Facing Codependence. Join my private group at tgu.privategroup.com. Download my free download, How to Keep Your Boundaries in Three Simple Steps. Watch my self-deception and denial playlist. Um, watch my video, Codependence Recovery, How to Ask for Your Needs and Wants. Check out my video, Seven Reasons You're Attracting a Narcissist and How to Stop It. Pick up a copy of my book, Your Journey to Success. Enroll in my master classes, The Complete Emotional Mastery Method. Choose to give yourself your power back, heal the pain from the past, disengage, disarm, and outsmart the narcissist by recovering, making recovering the single most important thing in your life. So there you go. Enjoy the journey.